your boy, the one and only A-Switch, a.k.a. who keep rubbing on my elbows, <laughs> a.k.a. who keep putting smack and cheese in my pocket, <laughs> a.k.a. who keep happening my shoulder straps. <laughs> Bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites, aka the Komaki Tiger Drop. Uh, another episode of Switches Sites, episode 161 to be exact. Uh, today's date is August 25th, 2022. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. Uh, I know it's been a minute. Been on, uh, well, switching to this bi weekly schedule which I am I am enjoying much more now um so yeah um well damn don't know what else after that um I feel so out of touch I feel like I've been in like a vacuum I've just come to reality now but um yeah well (laughs) slowly get back in the groove of things, but definitely got a lot of stuff that I definitely accumulated over, over the couple weeks. Um, and I'm going (laughs) to balance this mic with my chin because I still never figured that out. So let's see. Copy. And, uh, balance with my chin this is an art <laughs> this is a this is a, a, a very carefully acquired skill that uh, only only so many people can do only so many only so many it, it comes very few and far between um, I was very ins- irresponsible and forgot to make make my notes and uh, I'm paying <laughs> I'm paying for it very dearly like right now. I'm paying for it very much. Um, I'm so sorry, audience. But uh, hey, we'll call this segment the um, deep chin action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to do it, but you know what? That works. That just that just came off the top, off the top of the dome. Hey, how you doing? All up in my chin. I see you there. Do you like it where it's at? That uh, that could be that could be interpreted in many ways. But you know what? It's up to you. It's up to you. How do you how you interpret that? But uh, I'm almost there though. Just know that I'm almost there. Just give me one. <laughs> give me one minute. <laughs> just just one more. Hold on. Hold on. I almost got it. Just right at the finish line. And hopefully my uh, condenser is condensing because I'm so close and his voice is so deep. All at the same time. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, oh yeah. Shouts out to... Uh, well, I mean, shouts out to Biden, at least, you know, doing something in all this uh, student loans, 10,000 or 20,000. If you got Pell Grants, yes, yes, shouts out, shouts out. Um, hey, it's not, it's not, it, they aren't all gone, which they should be, but it's a start. It's a start take what I could get. Um, yeah, outside of that, you know what? Let's, let's stop the dilly dallying because we did so much (laughs) because we did so much already. Um, and let's get into it. Uh, first topic of discussion. First topic of discussion. 
uh, Gamescom 2022 uh, took place. I uh, unfortunately did not see uh, the whole event. I just uh, at least caught up. Shouts out to IGN. Um, so it was a lot that was announced, but I think we're just going to skim through and get all the highlights at least. Um, starting off everywhere, everywhere was announced by, um, X rockstar developer. I believe Leslie Bensley's that was, uh, Leslie Benzies from, uh, rockstar, uh, split off and made his own team. And now they're working on this, this IP called everywhere. Uh, that's supposed to be an open world. It seems like futuristic vibe, um, which it seems to probably take. It looks like it takes a lot of similarities from GTA, even though they, we didn't get any gameplay, but looks, looks, I mean, I want to see more. I'm, I'm at least at that phase. I'm like, oh, I want to see more, but I mean, you know, somebody that's been involved with the Grand Theft Auto series. I mean, I do expect a lot. So you got that. Uh, Dune Awakening, uh, which is, you know, hey, Dune fans rise up. I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I know it's, uh, I think it was a movie back in the eighties that got rebooted recently as well. That, uh, is yeah, that I guess is kind of like, uh, I can't even, I can't even compare it cause I don't even know that much about it. So I'm not. Um, but yeah, Dune Awakening, it's, uh, open world survival MMO set in the Dune universe. Uh, I don't know. Does not seem like, I mean, clearly I, I believe there are hardcore Dune fans out there, uh, supposedly. So there's that, I guess. Um, Callisto Protocol got new gameplay of that showing <laughs> yet other ways to be, you know, um, just horribly, uh, dis, dis, disconfigured, discombobulated, just, just dismembered all of the disses, um, you can do in Callisto protocol because man, they showed you, he was, uh, at towards the end of the gameplay, they showed him hitting a fan and you know, Hey, sometimes when you hit fans, when they go really fast, um, well, man, um, uh, spaghetti, <laughs> Oh, 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 spaghetti. <laughs> oh man, that would suck. You just said that when you, right when you get dismembered, uh, spaghetti. <laughs> oh man, I digress though. I, di <laughs> I digress. Um, Lords of the Fallen, uh, two new trailer moving out to Hogwarts legacy. Yeah new story trailer, uh, new, new tales from the borderlands. Um, Oh, did they announce what it actually is? I don't think they necessarily revealed new trailer, new title at least. I don't think they, uh, let me see. What do we got? Oh, just new tales from the borderlands. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, dying light Two stay human expansion, bloody ties, DLC, uh, Sonic frontiers got a new trailer and confirmed for November. Uh, apparently, uh, fighting it, uh, fighting with the big boys, uh, releasing on November 8th, the same date as God of War Ragnarok, I believe. Let me double confirm that. Let me double confirm that. Uh, November 9th. I mean, close enough either way. I'm like, I mean, you, if you smart, you shouldn't even be anywhere near, near, near close to, to, uh, God of War, but Sonic, like, I don't give a damn. <laughs> I don't give a damn how big you are. I'm, 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 I'm being sold right with you. I'm being sold right with you. I don't care. 
Thunder Wave, a game from a Quantic Dream and Parallel Studio, was announced. Goat Simulator 3 gameplay, first gameplay, what? Seeing goats cause mischief, what more do you want? Uh, Return to Monkey Island, arrived September. Uh, let's see. Oh, Lies of Freaking P. Let me tell you about Lies of P. This damn game. Uh, this definitely feels like uh, a spiritual successor, if anything. If if we don't get a uh, Bloodborne two, I mean, this is the probably the next best thing. Cause man, that game looks delicious, nutritious, and highly. Ah, oh, fuck something. Something issues. <laughs> that is definitely Liza P. So I guess it's it's uh based on the story of Pinocchio, which in turn also has a spin of a um valedictorian type theme. Um, I mean, just that alone, I mean, sign me up. Uh, a, a dark a souls like game based on the story of Pinocchio, set in a uh a valedictorian uh type area setting um and uh man that trailer who was showed out the graphics look good just oh everybody looks so so just so good just mm. and uh the gameplay looks very souls born uh-esque of course which is totally great the weapons the enemies the lore feels uh very good very great if you will um all around just good Good, good. Um, <laughs> players must guide. <laughs> oh, I guess you literally play as Pinocchio. I didn't know that. The player must guide him on his journey to become a real boy. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, heavy, heavy Bloodborne vibes for sure. So at least we got some consolation for not getting a Bloodborne tune, a Bloodborne tune, or at least a remake anytime soon. So, um, I'll take it. And, uh, also on game pass coming to Xbox game pass, uh, day one, which is pretty dope, but also coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox one and series X, I believe PC as well. So hey, everybody about to get, <laughs> everybody about to get this P you know, everybody, but <laughs> let me stop. Um, what else? What else stands out? It's a lot. Homeworld 3, new gameplay, Genshin Impact, <laughs> Impact, Impact, uh, assume Sumeru region as somebody who's never played Genshin Impact. I assume that's significant. It's a whole new region that, uh, you know, you, you impact Genshin. <laughs> a whole new region. You impact Genshin's, of course, obviously, duh. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? High on life, uh, a couple new re weapon reveals. Um, killer clowns from outer space actually getting a asymmetrical, uh, multiplayer game. So in the same vein as a uh, Friday the 13th and uh, dead by daylight, killer clowns from outer space, uh, based on the eighties, uh, horror franchise getting a game. Uh, killer clowns from outer space fans rejoice, reunite, reassemble all of that because by golly, <laughs> killer clowns from outer space, <laughs> space, getting a damn game. I know you excited. I know you are, uh, coming out, um, PS4, PS5, Xbox one, Xbox sex in early 2023. You love to see it. Uh, Fallout Skyrim, uh, veteran Jeff Gardner making a new RPG, um, called weird word, weird song, word song, Y W Y R D song. What, however you spell that, how you say it? I don't know. I'm sorry. What weird, <laughs> weird song would be kind of funny. Um, it probably isn't that, uh, Gotham Knights launching earlier, um, uh, is going to be released, uh, October 21st. I think it was originally maybe a week later, I want to say. So that is good. Uh, what else? Oh, of course, Hideo Kojima, the legend himself starting a podcast. Hey, Hey, you need to, 
Hideo, you need to stay on your. <laughs> Hideo, you need hey, you need to stick to making making uh solid snakes and and uh, your death strandings and your your solids of metal that are gears, cause uh this podcast realm, you don't want none. Hideo, this is a message. This is a message directly to Hideo. If you hear this, I'm just telling you right now, Hideo, stick to Metal Gear. And well, I guess you can't really do that. <laughs> technically, you can't legally. Technically, legally, you probably can't do that. So I'm sorry. I apologize in advance for that. Um, yeah, stick with your Death Strand and, and maybe make it more actiony and like Metal Gear. But stay from stay stay away from the podcasting realm. You. I mean, you are welcome, of course. You are welcome, Hideo. Anything you do, I do respect and appreciate. I do. And that's my problem. <laughs> uh, also got uh, 3D hack and slash 2D, a 2.5D maybe, uh, hack and slash called Phantom Hellcat. I want to I wanna say that with the echo. Phantom Hellcat. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Um... What else? What else? Outlast gets a new trailer. Closed beta trailer. I thought that game came out. The Outlast. Maybe that's different. Uh, probably the biggest like Stone Cold Stunner on Vince McMahon looking at somebody's boobies. I don't know what that that's just. <laughs> I don't know where that reference came from, but uh, Dead Island 2 actually is real. It actually fully exists now um, and is coming out in just a few months before the end of this year. Oh, no, actually, no. Uh, February 3rd of next year. But the game that's been uh, pretty much in like an indefinite limbo, uh, perpetual limbo, if you will, um, has finally come come back to life. Got a fully blown trailer uh, with uh, a lot of uh, detailed gameplay, at least a fair amount of gameplay. Um, looking pretty good. As somebody who wasn't a fan of the first Dead Island uh, playing it, um, this definitely seems pretty interesting. I definitely am very tempted to uh, give it a shot. I'll probably wait to see more gameplay and whatnot, but uh, at least from what I've seen, um, I'm very enticed to say the least. Dead Island 2 is back, baby. Damn, it's been like what 14, 14 years? When did when did Dead Island uh I think Dead Island 2 was announced in 2012? I'm gonna check that. Uh when was it uh, nine years? So damn, like pretty much what two thousand 2000 yeah roughly around like 2012 maybe 2011 man that is crazy my god just just a perpetual just limbo my goodness because i think it uh yeah it was gonna come out then like the developers changed and then the the publisher i think changed multiple times and then the IP was in a definitive loop of that. And then eventually finally came to, was it uh, not volition, but, um, what's the damn publisher? Now I'm curious. Deep silver. I think deep silver is the, I believe the current publisher may be with, uh, yeah, Deep Silver, Jaeger, Sumo Digital. So maybe it went through that whole course. But my goodness, that's a long, long divvy road of development. Let me tell you, my God. Um, but yeah, uh, that's at least just the highlights from Gamescom. Of course, there is many more. Actually, one that we're going to talk about next, actually, um, which is... After I uh, put my notes in, <laughs> um, Dual Sense uh, for the PlayStation Five, the Dual Sense Edge wireless controller uh, was announced at Gamescom. Had to give this its own segment because I think this dedicates deserves its own segment because it's a lot to divulge with um, 
with this new controller. So basically this is the answer to the Xbox uh, Elite controller, uh, which is basically the premium version of uh, the controller um, for Xbox that, you know, has that good heft, um, multiple profiles, back buttons, uh, adjustable uh, trigger stops, um, um, uh, swappable analog sticks as well. All around a good, good, very fantastic controller with the caveat of the unfortunate um, um, development issues for it, the production issues or whatever, quality, quality issues because uh, it seems like after roughly a year or so, maybe even under um, the, the controller, at least for me, like the A button, like sticks, the um, the right, the bumper stick, or are, are inconsistent, or sometimes you'll get either a double tap or no registration at all. It's, it was horrible. So hopefully they fix that with uh, probably an inevitable version three whenever that comes out. But um, yeah, so at least PlayStation 5 finally answered the call and now they have uh, the their answer to it. So DualSense Edge Wireless, it looks just like the PS5 controller, but it uh <laughs> it looks fancier essentially. I guess that's really it. Um like the D-pad, D-pad buttons black. Um and adjacent to the standard white one uh has the black trackpad, then uh the analog sticks. All looks very similar, but definitely has that that vibe where uh it looks very different. So I think the most interesting or striking part of the design of this controller is that it seems to have this like thing for the, for the analog stick specifically where you can push a button and they, they pop out and pop back in. So presumably, you know, where that's where you can swap the controllers. It's going to come with a case just like the lead controller as well as a braided cable for the controller as well. Um, Got the trigger stops so you can uh, adjust the triggers on uh, the adjacent sides as well. Back paddles, of course. Um, yeah, man, um, it does look good. I mean, I'm, I'm just, it looks so aesthetically pleasing, of course. Um, let me look at, check the highlights they have. Ultra customizable controls. You can make the DualSense Edge wireless controller uniquely yours by remapping or deactivating specific button inputs and fine tuning your aim by adjusting stick sensitivity in dead zones. Um, in addition, each trigger is adjustable with options to tailor travel distance and dead zones to your preference. Uh, for example, you can manually reduce travel distance of the triggers for faster inputs in competitive FPS games or reduce the dead zone for precise throttle control in racing games. Ability to save multiple control profiles, similar to the, the um, Elite controller, where uh, I wonder how you swap it. I think there's a button on the trackpad itself. Uh, once you find your ideal control settings, you can save them to unique profiles and swap between them on the fly. With the DualSense Edge Wireless controller, you always have your preferred controls for your games ready to go, whether you're facing Norse gods and monsters in God of War Ragnarok or rival players in an online battle royale. Uh, on controller user interface, uh, dedicated FN button, which is like a additional key, um, additional programmable button allows you to easily adjust your setup while staying focused on the game in action, quickly swap between your preset control profiles. Adjust uh, game volume, chat and balance, and access the controller profile settings menu to set up and test new control iterations while in the game. That's pretty cool. I think that's definitely the one up, at least one of the, the, the edges that it does have over the Elite controller from what I'm seeing so far, because it is kind of a slight pain. If you, well, you have three profiles with the Elite controller, and you can swap between three, but let's say, you're playing an additional fourth game and that in turn will have to make you put in, swap a profile from one of your existing games where you have to go to the menu, swap it, then go back to the game. Uh, but at least now, um, at least with the PS five version, it seems like you can do that on the fly with the controller itself. So I guess there might be maybe some mini led interface or something. 
um, that maybe indicates that, but it doesn't seem like I thought maybe it might be on the face pad, but it's gotta be on the back somewhere. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Changeable sticks, stick caps and back buttons, three types of swappable stick caps, standard high dome, low dome helps you stay comfortable and gain while maintaining grip stability. Um, yeah. Replaceable stick modules, place longer, play longer with the ability to fully replace each individual stick module on the controller. Uh, Built-in wireless controller features, of course, signature comfort, uh, haptic feedback, adaptive triggers, built-in microphone, motion controls, and more. So pretty much all the, the features you know and love from the, the standard uh, DualSense controller will come as well as you would expect. But uh, I do like that it does have a case and is uh, of course USB type C like the, like the basic one, but the cable is braided. Uh, let's see. It does use a connector housing to lock into the controller. So it's much less, much less likely to slip out in a crucial moment. Uh, the included carrying case, which keeps your dual cinch edge wireless controller and components con together and organized in one place allows you to charge a controller via USB connection while it's stored in the case, which is a very nice touch. So yeah, this is definitely like going directly head to head with the elite, uh, elite controller as for a first party, um, premium controller, which, uh, Hey, Hey, I'm all for it. Hey, sign me up. Sign me up. Please. So no release date yet. They said in the months ahead, look forward to sharing more details, including launch timing. My guess is I think, especially with the call of duty exclusivity and probably the most popular game that this would be used for, I would assume. Um, I think it's definitely going to come out before the end of this year, probably maybe around, I'm, I'm guessing like, like around November. Um, which is maybe a little bit after, uh, modern warfare two releases, but probably somewhere within that window, maybe, maybe late October, I think, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely coming out before the end of the year for sure. Oh boy. Oh, it looks so good. It looks so good. I'm sorry. Let me stop. <laughs> let me stop gushing. Let me stop gushing. Um, sticking and keeping on the PS five train. Choo -choo. Um, next topic of discussion. Uh, Sony is increasing the PS five price. Um, now wait a minute. Now wait <laughs> before you get your pitchforks out, actually you might still keep them out to be honest, but <laughs> this is everywhere. But the U S is, is the, the price being increased. So, uh, Europe, UK, Japan, China, Australia, Mexico, Canada, all getting a price hike. Um, but the U S is still going to remain the same. Um, what are, what is their justification for this? The global economic, <laughs> let me get, let me get into my, my, uh, <laughs> my, uh, my professional speak, professional representative speak. <laughs> The global economic environment is a challenge that many of you around the world are no doubt experiencing. We're seeing high global inflation rates as well as adverse currency trends impacting consumers and creating pressure on many industries. Based on these challenging economic conditions, Sony Online Entertainment has made the difficult decision to increase the recommended retail price, RRP, of PlayStation five in select markets across Europe, Middle East and Africa, Asia, Pacific, Latin America, as well as Canada, there will be no price increase in the United States. The new RRPs below are effective immediately other, unless otherwise noted. Um, so for Europe, the, um, disc drive version, 549 pounds. And the digital edition is 449 pounds, which I'm not sure how that, how that, uh, transfers to us in terms of 
that conversion rate. Well, I guess it's fifty dollars more than I think it's. I think it's that's pretty much been flat around most of the uh, countries except for Canada. I want to say uh, UK four hundred seventy nine ninety nine. This edition three hundred eighty nine ninety nine. Um, uh, Japan uh, fifty four thousand nine hundred eighty yen uh, for disc for for. 44,980 yen for digital China, uh, 4,299 yuan, uh, the digital edition, 3,499 yuan, Australia, uh, $799.95 for the disc, $649.95 for the, uh, digital Mexico, uh, 14,999, uh, for the disc and 12,499 for digital Canada, 649.99 for a disc and 519.99 for digital. Um, while, while this price increase is a necessity Given the current global economic environment and its impact on only online entertainment business, our top priority continues to be improving the PS5 supply situation so that as many players as possible can experience everything that PS5 offers and what's still to come. Thank you for your continued support. Well, um, damn that, uh, that is, uh, unfortunate. Um, <sighs> inflation man it's uh it's messed up it really is everything keep keep raising price we not we not getting we not getting raises as much though that's, that's how does that work at least i guess uh, at least for the u.s i mean still but um it's weird that every other country but the u.s is affected so um i think probably that would <laughs> cause a whole damn tirade and, 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 uh, riot even, you know, in of itself because of that, you know, <laughs> considering what, like two years. And that's the funny part too. Like this, the, the PS five has been, you know, ongoing for two years since it launched, which by this time period, technically, uh, it, we should see a price drop, but <laughs> we're seeing the exact opposite. <laughs> PS five is out for two years. All right. Um, let's raise it up. <laughs> it's like, what? Um, suppose uh, the price was supposed to drop though. Uh, we're raising it up. Don't worry about it. Uh, well, I guess obviously due to the increasing and consistent demand and supply, not being able to fulfill that, um, it, it is pretty, pretty likely, you know, the reason for it, but still it's kind of messed up, especially for people that have been trying to get one for, you know, so long. And now, hey, um, oh, you want to get a PS5 today? Oh, um, man, uh, it's been increased. The price has increased. So, yeah, um, pay up, buddy. All right, thanks. Thank you so much for your being a <laughs> being up. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, you'll get it. You you want it anyway, right? I mean, you know, you you could pay the increased price for the scalpers, but you know, hey we're going to increase the price so they don't have to, you know? So, uh, hate to see it. It's, it sucks. Um, it's, I find it weird that the U S actually just did not increase at all though. That's, I think that's probably one of the biggest surprises, um, for me that like every, every, literally every other country except the U S was it is getting a price hike. So, um, I guess maybe, I don't know. I feel like equally it's hard to get, like, uh, equally around everywhere. It feels like, so I've yet, uh, of the many times I've went to, uh, some of the stores where they generally would have them, I've not seen them. So, I mean, you know, um, unfortunate, but on the other side, uh, for Microsoft's end, uh, in response to this price hike, uh, Microsoft, uh, confirmed that there are no plans um, to raise the price of the series X and, and, or, and the, uh, series S, uh, we are constantly evaluating our business 
to offer our fans great gaming options. Our Xbox Series X suggested retail price remains at $299. The Xbox Series X is $499. Uh, oh yeah, Xbox throwing that dirt. Xbox throwing that dirt and like, hey, <laughs> hey, y'all wanna y'all wanna pay them high prices to get a PS5? You can come with us at Xbox. We 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 gonna stay the same. And we got Game Pass. What do you want? What more do you want? Um, better, generally better performance all around. What more do you want? That's more subjective. We we almost uh, dipped my toe into the uh, fanboyism, but hey, as somebody who has both, I am a uh, hey. I'm all for for each each. I'm all for I'm all for the consumer. You know, that's ultimately what I'm for for the consumer. Not uh. I mean, hopefully both can benefit and in turn help us. But you know, yeah, no. Nonetheless. Moving on. Next topic of discussion. Uh, Disney Marvel Games Showcase has been announced. It will uh, take place September 9th. Um, via Twitter, uh, watch the Disney and Marvel Games Showcase live from D23 Expo um, 2022 on September 9th. Don't miss the big reveals, announcements, and trailers for the new and upcoming games coming to you soon. Um, yeah. Did they mention anything? Oh, in addition to the all new announcements, fans expect new reveals from titles including Disney Dreamlight Valley, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga, and a sneak peek at the upcoming Marvel Ensemble game from Skydance New Media. So, I'm curious what to expect i know there was a rumor about a black panther game that might pop up here um that'd be cool uh <laughs> that would be crazy that if uh, they announced the marvel marvel versus capcom game at at this event that'd be pretty that'd be pretty wild it's possible i think it's possible disney marvel specifically so pretty much i think anything is fair game it seems like so Potentially could get Marvel vs. Capcom 4 or or a re, um, port of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 that's been so heavily, heavily requested. Hell, could, could even be both. Who knows? Um, what do I want? What would I want from this? Uh, probably, yeah, probably Marvel vs. Capcom. That'd be great. Um, fuck, what else? Uh, yeah, that'd probably be it. That'd probably be it. Can't think of anything off the top of my head, but yeah, Black Panther game, maybe an Iron Man game. That'd be dope. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else that I can conceptualize, you know, um, X-Men maybe um, that'd be, that'd be kind of crazy considering, well, it could have been in the works, who knows, but um, yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll have to see, but it definitely seems like it has a lot of potential. So uh, moving on. Um, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare game I'm very hyped for um, announced that uh, campaign early access will be a thing uh, specifically for digital pre-orders um, so pretty much if you're a physical owner of the game you're kind of SOL well or you know have to wait wait until the game fully releases for everybody but basically if you pre-order the game digitally you'll be able to play the campaign one week early before the official re release date October 20th um, this is on all platforms for digital pre-orders. So, uh, I was, I was curious, maybe it might've been some PS5 exclusive or PlayStation exclusivity, but that does not seem to be the case. I think they're going to have their exclusivity stuff probably, um, you know, shoveled in, in other aspects of the game. But, uh, this is, this is pretty dope actually. Um, as somebody who tends to play the single player campaign first before playing multiplayer, always just to 
just to be comfortable with the fundamentals and the, um, you know, essentials of the game before actually jumping into multiplayer and seeing that progression and, uh, you know, um, just having that form in some of that muscle memory, if you will. Um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty damn awesome. So at least now I won't have the, uh, FOMO while, uh, you know, playing a game and it officially releases and everybody's immediately goes to multiplayer at least, uh, gives everybody a chance to at least enjoy the, the campaign first before playing the multiplayer when that officially drops October 20th. So I'm all for it. I was going to uh, get it on digital anyway, since I tend to do that for multiplayer games, since that just makes sense. Um, considering a game that you always, you will play semi regularly or consistently. So I'm all for that very much. So, uh, can't wait for that beta. I think that beta is coming next month. Um, that that's going to be great. Um, Hey, um, stay frosty. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm staying frosty. I know that much. <laughs> Roger Wilco Delta. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, Roger Wilco Delta. Um, yeah, moving on. Uh, let's see. Overwatch uh, announced that there will be progression uh, specifically for Overwatch 2. Uh, so what this means is that uh, pretty much uh, you can merge uh, all of your accounts if you've you know, been someone like myself who's played like probably majority of Overwatch one on PS4 and then dabbled a fair amount. I think I originally got on PS PC and then started playing with friends on PS4 and then I think maybe dabbled on Xbox. But now you uh, they're going to merge all the accounts together. So it will be one unified um, uh, account. So what this means is that uh, I believe it will merge. It will merge uh, any of the skins you got across the multiple games, which has been been a, a very huge annoyance for me, where it's like it's been some really good, good skins. I got on one one account, another. But, you know, they stick to those relative accounts. But now they will merge and you will be able to um, it all be unified, which uh, is, is fantastic. So if I play on PS4. And, you know, hey, get a really dope skin. I'll be able to hop on PC and I'll be able to use said same skin. So that's pretty dope. Uh, and they do answer some of the questions, I believe, as well. Uh, you can. Yeah, you can only link one account per platform. So um, at least in my scenario, I would just I only have one account per platform. So that would benefit me. Uh, and I think, yeah, all. Yeah, all items will merge. Yeah, so all of them will be merged to a single account. Uh, skill rating, that's an interesting question actually. Competitive skill rating uh, will be separated by PC and end console input pools. Highest rank will be taken if players merge multiple console accounts. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, probably my highest is probably console. So. Uh, achievements will be merged. Uh, so that, <laughs> that'd be pretty dope actually. So you'll be <laughs> get like consistent dopamine pops of, uh, trophies and achievements. If you, uh, you know, earn said, uh, um, things on other platforms. So that's cool. Um, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm a little, a little cloudy on if a lot of the stuff you've done in overwatch one transfers to overwatch two, which I believe is the case, but I guess we'll find out sooner or later. Um, credits will be merged. So any credits you've merged across the games will all come be unified essentially. Um, yeah, overall, I'm very, very excited for this. This is definitely gonna get me back into overwatch eventually when, uh, this is a thing I think you can do start doing it now actually in preparation for Overwatch 2 when it officially announced um, releases. So that's gonna be dope. Very, very dope. I'm all about, give me cross progression, cross, 
cross uh cross play cross it up cross it up except this <laughs> cross everything up except the swords unless you into that i don't know i'm not but hey everybody everybody to their own you know um cross it up you know just cross cross, cross it up, up. <laughs> just cross it up um love to see it though as somebody who plays on multiple platforms this is I'm in heaven right now. We need to we need to make this a standard. We need to really we need to standardize this some way somehow. Make some 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 uh, government mandate because this is this is important. It really is. I can't I can't stress it enough. Um, moving on. Uh, Fortnite Dragon Ball event was announced. Um, so you got, you got Goku, you got Vegeta, you got, uh, that cat thing. I don't even know what you call it. That's just me. Beerus. I think it's Beerus. You got Bulma, the girl with the blue hair, (laughs) the ignorance I'm showing right now. Um, and then you got like the, the dragon Shenlong, I believe, uh, Shenron, Shenron glider, you know, you got the Kameamiha, you know, um, you got, uh, a lot of the, uh, the, the, the map being, you know, um, Dragon Ballified, uh, yeah. And you got a, uh, Dragon Ball Super Episode Festival. So this definitely was the hype up the Dragon Ball Super movie that, uh, I think really recently released last weekend. Um, so you got that. Um, I mean, this is like probably every every Dragon Ball fans dream. I know it's a lot of you. I know it's a lot of you. You could, uh, you could do your, you can go super Saiyan as a emote, you know, uh, you can have Goku do the stanky leg or the, um, pop lock and drop it. You know, I mean, whom, whomever y'all were, your, your, um, your fantasies are, have been fulfilled. I hope you're, hope you're happy. Um, <laughs> as, as somebody who's not, I'm not a fan of Dragon Ball, but, uh, at least um we'll talk about it a bit later in terms of uh playing it but it's it's very interesting for sure um as somebody who's not a fan it's very interesting so there you go dragon ball coming 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 came <laughs> came to fortnite um man this is just so many damn people so many damn ips in fortnite it's it's it's, it's annoying because it's like I admittedly I have been enjoying it though, which we'll talk about in a bit, but I digress. Um next topic. Uh let's see here. Uh Sega partnering with Picture Start for Space Channel Five and Comic Zone films. So Sega has partnered with Picture Start, the banner behind this, the recently released Am I OK? <laughs> and Sundance hit Cha Cha Real Smooth. <laughs> I've never heard of any of those. Uh, to, to develop film ad- adaptations of two of its uh, 1990s video game titles, Space Channel 5 and Comic Zone. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, very weird, but hey, you know what? I'll take it. Um, uh, of the two, I'm definitely more on the comic zone. Uh, Space Channel Five has some potential. Um, um, the biggest question: if they gonna put Michael Jackson in it? Well, obviously they can't. That's yeah, he's dead. I mean, that's that's not <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Well, maybe in in some uh, some way get somebody to impersonate him or something. Uh, to, given on the direction of this, I don't know if it will be live action or CG or whatever probably live action and I'm just curious how that's going to play out for a game like Space Channel 5 where you're like this pop star in space and you're doing the parappa to rap emotions um, I'm very curious to see how that's going to pan out but I guess time will tell for that but I am more excited about Comic Zone that that game that that game definitely was served to be a great movie I can definitely see them uh, the potential is there they have a lot of stuff to work with I think for that um yeah you got you know doing all the actions like see ya whoa uh 
I'm just if they just if they just include those sound uh uh sound effects then I'd be I'd be satisfied. Um but man, comic zone. That the percent yeah, they definitely got a lot to do work with for that. Um yeah. Man, who would be a good uh I think his name is Sketch, the main character. Who could I see playing him? Uh Dare I say Leonardo DiCaprio, but I don't know. That might be too too high, too above, too below his pay grade. Um, man, who's that one dude? Um, no, he wouldn't. I don't think he <laughs> would have Benedict <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch as a sketch from Coming Zone. Uh, I hate it. I hate it. Uh, I trust him though. I'm definitely, I definitely will watch a comic zone movie for sure. So here's the hoping that fully pans out, get a excellent casting. Uh, they, they better, they better put in work for that rat, the rat, his rat buddy, but we'll see. Um, we'll see. Uh, so much potential for that movie. Yeah. I just want that. I want that movie to just go off the rails completely, but within reason, go off the rails, but still be in like, like the cart is tilted fully, but you can, you still balance it on it. That that's, that's what I want comic zone to be. So here's the hoping, here's the hoping, you know, here's the hope, uh, keeping that movie train going. Choo choo. Um, we got, uh, Days Gone movie in development. Um, man, this is this is just weird to me based on like, I don't know. Well, one, we we aren't officially getting a sequel at all, so I don't know how what's gonna be of that. And then after that, we're not gonna get a uh, which call it. Um, the fact that we're getting a movie before uh the sequel is like ah. Eh. And, and then it's like, we, we have so many zombie related films and IP. Ugh, I don't, I just don't think there's room for yet another one that's based on a game. That's pretty much defunct. Now it, of all the IPs days gone, it's like, ugh, I don't know who knows. Maybe if this movie is successful, maybe it might peak interest for Sony to actually, you know, green light a, uh, a sequel to the, to the game. So. Um, I mean, the game had a lot of potential, but it just, I don't know. I just, it, it had, did a lot of unique stuff, but I don't know if I, 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 I would, I would, I, it would be actually a perfect sequel game where it could, if it improved a lot of the stuff in the first one, it might have a lot of potential to be, um, a pretty, um, pretty great IP afterwards. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Days gone though. of all the Sony IPs. Days gone. <sighs> Whatever. I digress. Um. With that being said, uh, that will conclude all the news for this week. Get into uh, damn it. Get into damn it. Get into what I've been playing. Copy. Uh, what did I? I did three. Damn it! Come on, cooperate with me, please, please. So what I've been playing? Um, not much actually, to be honest with you. Um, but of I did get us uh, a little bit of game time in uh played Fortnite um like I referenced earlier that Dragon Ball event um play with a coworker of mine and we uh we, yeah we played a little bit of that couple games here and there which was um pretty cool pretty enjoyable I have to say um yeah as somebody who's not a, a Dragon Ball fan uh, and, but knowing some of the, you know, memes and like pop culture references, at least, um, I did, I, I think the event is pretty fun. So pretty much 
typical Fortnite with, of course, the Dragon Ball spin theme to it. Um, I guess the biggest change is that now you have the Dragon Ball power-ups now, where you have the Kamehameha, as well as the, um, whatchamacallit, uh, the uh, Nimbus Cloud, um, and you basically, those are pickups that you, uh, you know, get on the map that I gradually, you know, pop up on the map and, you know, a fight to, uh, get the power-ups and, uh, but man, yeah, that Kamehameha, boy, that boy is powerful when you use it right. Uh, it's just a, just a beam of just decimation. That's all it is. So pretty much if you aim at the person and consistently hold your aim on said enemy, um, they gone, they gone, <laughs> they gone, man. They gone, um, which is pretty fun, pretty pretty satisfying as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, being on the on the receiving end is not as fun as either because uh, you know uh, they at least after the fact uh, you'll when your screen is blue that means you about to get you about to get blasted <laughs> and it's more than likely no way for you to get out the way because the the blast goes through like. Uh, objects and like the perishable uh, objects like, you know, that you can, um you know, uh, craft and stuff. So pretty much it's just a just a beam of decimation. And if you're on the receiving end, boy, uh, thoughts and prayers, <laughs> thoughts and prayers for you, because, man, it, it good luck. Um, so that's cool. Uh, that was pretty fun. Uh, I guess that's really the noticeable, like big significant change within the game. I felt, of course, obviously the map has made uh, a fair amount of changes to it to, you know, be in line with the Dragon Ball theme. But uh, other than that, pretty much standard Fortnite, at least uh, from what I've seen, um, which is not a bad thing. Um, you know, I think for the game, you don't want to necessarily deviate too much from the main formula, but I think uh, definitely hit a very good balance balance between, you know, um, implementing a little bit and, uh, you know, sticking with the, the essential formula that is Fortnite. So, you know, <laughs> I have, I, I rocked the, I rocked in pride. Only skin I got is the John wick skin where <laughs> <laughs> fucking John wick fucking doing Kamiami highs is, is pretty funny. It's pretty funny. And was any, which is kind of the benefit of getting buying these skins. It's like now that, all these new themes coming out, like, you know, freaking, <laughs> uh, I don't know if he, well, I think he did Dwayne, the rock Johnson doing a Kamehameha or, you know, freaking Morty from Rick and Morty doing a Kamehameha and stuff is, is funny. But then on the other side, like I mentioned earlier, you got Goku doing, doing a stanky leg or doing a Carlton dance. I don't even know if some of these are existing, but it's pretty, pretty fun. Always a good time. I'm, I'm, I'm gradually digging Fortnite. I don't think I would play it over other games in terms of multiplayer games specifically, but it is fun. Like, Hey, if uh, somebody tells, Hey man, you you trying to play some, I, uh, all right, I'll mess with it. I'll mess with it. So a loss, a loss. Um, I guess that should be what I put, what I put. And uh, also, also played. Let's see. Excuse me. Also played uh, Stray. Uh, so been playing this for a bit. Uh, pretty much uh, with my girlfriend. Been playing this. It's been a fun, a fun experience. Um, it's like an action adventure game with the cat, you know, and you do cat like activities, um, you know, so there you go. <laughs> That's straight stray, everybody. All right. Uh, um, stray is pretty fun though. You know, you just being able to explore, exploring this like dystopian post-apocalyptic world where humans, uh, apparently don't exist anymore. And you're basically of I guess maybe I think you're like the only remaining mammals, um, within this world. And then, uh, yeah. So you, you know, basically, you know, talk to the robots. It seems to be just basically only robots left talking to robots and fellow cats. And, um, you basically, you know, uh, figure your way out to exploring the world. And 
I think eliminating these enemies, I think they're called Zergs, where they're just these little monsters kind of similar to like, uh, I don't know what they're kind of like a uh, Krill from Gears of War. The, um, oh, what is, what are those enemies called from Halo? Those Halo enemies, damn it. Covenant, the flood, the flood from Halo. Um, basically they, they can mob up and kill you, which is, uh, there's certain points in the game where you do encounter that. So, um, but yeah, pretty fun, pretty fun experience for sure. Um, yeah, I just, uh, it, it definitely is untraditional for me, at least in terms of the, of, uh, this type of game. I do like action adventure though. I don't know. I'd say more a adventure than action, which I generally, at least lately don't gravitate towards, but at least, you know, my girlfriend wanted to play and I'm like, you know what? Let's try it out. Let's try it out. I was, uh, it's probably, uh, wasn't a game I would play initially, but of course, um, out of curiosity, I definitely wanted to give it a try. So yeah, it is, is a, <laughs> it is a wonderful couples game. I'll say that much. It's, uh, very much, a, a very user friendly and couple friendly game. Um, that, uh, is, is pretty fun. I have to say, uh, thoroughly enjoyed. I think we collectively got, um, some pretty good laughs out of it as well. Um, so yeah, yeah. Stray playing as a cat doing cat stuff. If you want to be like a cat tipping, tipping these, uh, random objects over hitting people and, you know, causing cat mischief. If you ever wanted to just, just be a cat and cause mischief which you can kind of do and do cat like stuff, man, stray stray is a game for you for sure. But, uh, thoroughly enjoyed it very much. So, um, so yeah, stray, just, just being a cat, cat, cat stuff. Um, haven't finished yet. I think close to the end of it, about five hours. I want to say five ish. I, I heard it's like roughly five hours. So I think we're close to the end at least, um, from what I, what I recall. So, um, but it's cool. You do get a way to combat these enemies, which I won't spoil, but that was fun because at least you're always in terror from these enemies cause you have no way to fight them, but at least now you do. So that's pretty cool. I dig that. I dig that a lot. Um, so yeah, stray, if you like cats being, causing cat stuff, mischief, pushing stuff straight. That's, that's your game. That's your game. And, uh, also going into what I've been watching. Also, Damn it. Hope I did, I did not do that right. Damn it. There we go. Also watch She-Hulk, which is a uh, pretty cool, um, which is, you know, basically, um, <laughs> Hulk, but she, <laughs> if you want the ignorant version, but no, a female version of, uh, the Hulk where basically, uh, Bruce Banner's cousin, they're uh, chilling. And then I think they're going to this resort. Uh, I forgot the, I think they were just doing something and then like they were driving and then a car accident happened. And then somehow Bruce's blood got on her and now she's been, she's got the, uh, Hulk, Hulk jeans or cells, whatever you want to call it. And now she's able to turn into the, to a female Hulk, which is a uh, pretty cool. And you know, Hey, she's, she be hulking out and you know, at least this uh, pilot episode was pretty much about them discovering, uh, discovering, um, her powers and, and how her powers differ from Bruce Banner's and where it seems like she, uh, is more it, pretty much in more control than Bruce with his powers, which was pretty cool. Fascinating to watch. And, um, what else? Oh yeah. We did learn cause there was an ongoing mystery about like Bruce Banner, like how he was able you know, he was smart, smart Hulk in Avengers, uh, Endgame, And then he was, uh, like back to his original self in 
Shang, the, the ending credits of Shang-Chi and, uh, he had a arm, uh, uh, sling, which, um, it was kind of unknown how he was able to heal the arm. Cause it seemed like it was permanent damage, but apparently like the show explains, I guess, spoilers for she Hulk slash Hulk related stuff if you care, but, um, a way to, uh, he can heal when he's in his normal form and he built a device that lets him, uh, forces him into human mode, um, to, you know, prevent him from going into Hulk mode, which at least in turn helped him heal his arm, which was pretty cool. So we finally got an answer to the ongoing Hulk issue of is his arm. Okay. Will it be able to hit people, you know, strongly? I don't know. I don't know. I guess it was just more so burnt than damaged. Uh, a little bit both really when you think about it, but I digress. Um, but yeah, basically the majority episode took place with them at a resort. Um, uh, Bruce's resort that, uh, him and Tony, uh, built and, you know, they're all just having hijinks and discovering their powers, having like, you know, uh, dick measuring contests basically. <laughs> I was like, Hey, I could throw this stone fat. No, I could throw it faster. And then they, uh, literally had a fight and, uh, it was funny. Uh, it was, it had a good balance of funny and intrigue and, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it for sure. Very fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it very much. So I did. Yeah. Yeah. Hulk be hulking and stuff. He, but, but, but this is she, and then it went to her, you know, she's a lawyer as well. So it's that intrigue now where she's a, a lawyer where they show a little bit towards the end. Um, fight in Titania, I guess is a renowned villain for uh, she Hulk, which they at least it felt more like a, um, a teaser for maybe the next couple episodes or whatever, but I guess we'll see. So yeah, she Hulk. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I really did recommend it. Can't wait for the next episode, which is already premiering, but I'm gonna wait wait to watch one girlfriend. That's our ritual. Well, at least one of our ritual shows that we're slowly forming now. So yeah. Yeah. But, uh, other than that, I think that really pretty much does it for, uh, episode 161 of switches sites. Um, if you did enjoy the podcast, feel free to like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platforms. Five stars are appreciated. Uh, you can catch me record this live on Twitch TV slash a switch as well. Also catch the archives of this on youtube.com slash a switch. And yeah, until next time, y'all, uh, get your damn game on. Feel free to fuck. Oh <laughs> yeah. Nobody's safe.